Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Authors Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. Hello everyone, and welcome to the first ever author's podcast with me, Lisa Newton, serial author and entrepreneur. In each show, I'll interview an author, asking them about their book and or books, how many they've written, how they got started and what tips they have for other aspiring authors out there. So this is the, the first ever show. This is a pioneering show. And so to start with, I'd like to welcome my first ever guest who should be on the line at the moment, the wonderful Simbo Nougat. So, Simbo, are you there? I am, Lisa. Good morning. Good <laughs> yeah, morning. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about yourself, the name of your business, what it is that you do, and, um, you know, how long you've been doing it. Um, my name is Simbo Nuga, <laughs> and um, I have been writing officially um since 2004 that was when the first book was published um by Hodder and Sutton the educational publishers Excellent. and um yes so i've been writing since then i was i was simply an author for them but i have subsequently started to self publish okay um which i find quite um uh, um empowering really okay. because you learn to do a lot of the um the, the, the publication publishing process yourself right and yeah so there's more responsibility to, to to take on okay um yes so okay so so let's so that's quite interesting so you've got experience of both being published and self-publishing so let, let's go back let's start from the very beginning then and tell okay. me about the very first book then so we're we're in 2004 and how did you get to um, get in touch with Hodder and Stoughton or did they find you? So tell me about that. Like, how how did that happen? Okay. Um, I actually, um, I think going back a bit further, from a young age, I've always wanted to write. Mm. I grew up in a publishing family. My father was a well-known printer and publisher in Nigeria. Oh, wow. And I never really thought I would, I thought it was just going to stay a dream. Yeah. But then I started working as a managing director of a niche public publishing firm. And I found out that during the employment process, 
I would um, interview people and also require them to take some tests and realize that those tests were not freely available in the market. Right. And I wasn't quite happy about that because I thought, you know, they will be ill-prepared to take those tests if they don't even know what those tests are. So um, I was quite vocal about this. And um, but life events happened. I was um, expecting my second child. Okay. It was a very, very challenging pregnancy and time in my life. And um, a, a friend who knows how passionately I felt about the subject learned that there was a need to um, write a book on the topic. So um, informed the publisher that actually there could be someone who could help to provide that service, mentioned it to me, and I then wrote um, a proposal to them, which they accepted. And I, it took a, a period of about one year, 18 months for me to research mm -hmm. and um, publish the book and have the book, the manuscript written for it to be published. Okay. And, and so what was the title of that very first book? It was called Succeed at Psychometric Testing, Practice Tests for Verbal Reasoning. Wow. Okay. Long book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so was the research behind that as well. It really, it was very, it's very eye-opening actually. And yes, it was. Okay, and that's still for sale now. It is still for sale. It's on Amazon and also in some bookshops. Yes. Okay. Okay. And how how many have you have you done in total then? Um, I have written um, that have been published four books. Okay. And I've got quite a few more in the pipeline. Okay. I've got three more, you know, within the next two months coming out. Okay, excellent. So, so this this first book, then let, let's continue with this. So, that, you said that that took you about a year to write. Yes, I think it was more to research. It was actually over a year to research it, contact the right um, um, researchers mm. and those who um, are scientifically quite aware of the content of such tests right um so that the the content is valid and relevant right for the for the, for the target market so so really then it's not so much it took you in a way that long to write it was the research phase that took the the longest part Yes. In a way, yes. Yes. It was a learning process for me as well. Okay. In yeah. In, in order to to find the people to to in, 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 in order to understand um the thought processes, the science behind it, right. and also to make sure that the the book is user friendly. Right. Um, and would encourage anyone who was in a situation whereby they are going through um, tests for employment mm. or, or aptitude tests for, for, for schools or colleges to be able to use. I see. And were there other books already out there on the market? Did you look at them? What There were, there were a few, but I find that um, given the nature of the subject, a lot of the test providers actually don't make them freely available. Oh, I see. So, so, so companies have to buy them from those institutions. Right. Whilst, in fact, I think it being readily available for um, for the for the, for the consumers or for the mass market right. is useful because you know people need to be aware of what they will be going through and practice. In this instance, makes perfect really because the more they practice the tests, the more they're able to succeed. 
Right. So and, this, and the more their communication power and what power would improve, really. So th this is for the person going for the job and it's yeah. psychometric testing. Yes. Yes. It tests their aptitudinal abilities. Yes. OK. OK. And just remind us of the book name again. It's called Succeed at Psychometric Testing, Practice Tests for Verbal Reasoning. Right. And did did you come up with that title or was that was that the publishers? That was the publisher's title. They commissioned me to write that for them. Okay. Um, um, after after I gave in my proposal that I could do it, yes. Okay, so when you gave in your proposal, roughly sort of how many words was that? Um, I think oh looking back a while back now, mm. I think I wrote about um four chapters or thereabouts all right okay so it was like a, a sample of a book and then and then how long did it take them to to get back to you with an answer um, or a response with an answer, i think not very long actually i think they were they were on the lookout for for someone to write the book so um i think within i got within a month or six weeks i think they got back to me okay really it was relatively quick yes and was there when they got back to you, did they like have a word count? Did they give you a deadline? How did that work? Um, I don't remember a word count, mm. um, but I think I wanted to give them a flair of what the content will be, yeah. and um, but to and to do justice to the, it being my first official one. Of course, I wanted to make sure that they could reason with the um, information. Mm. Um, that I was presenting them with and the need for the market to have access to that um, information or, or help. Okay. And yeah. then, so w did they help you in terms of, did you submit a first draft and then it, it gets, did they edit it and they send it back to you? Yeah, they, the they, they, actually, they actually paid me um, in advance okay. for no to to commission me to do it right and then of course i submit they had all the editorial services available mm -hmm. so once i submitted the manuscript um you know they they, they took they, they they took charge of you know the editing and um the design of the book okay. the cover mm -hmm. and um yeah and the and the public and the um sales marketing arm of of the of the process okay and then from that point to the the second book that you then wrote was was there a, a long time in between um the second book was actually um an improvement on the first one okay. it was a revision of the first one so the title was the same but simply revised right um adding more content and adding more different types of tests um you know to 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 appeal to more people right. that was the second one but my third and fourth book were those I self-published mm. um, because I wanted to take charge yeah. <laughs> of the process myself and also to grow in my knowledge of how you know how to make a book um, come to the market. So it's still new. Mm. Uh, this time around, I actually use a different publisher, mm. though I and I, I they didn't commission me to write the books. I just wrote the book and then submitted the manuscript and paid for them to publish. Okay, that was how that process worked. Right. You were listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like, and share this channel.
as you're writing books now, mm-hmm. do you tend to like block a chunk of time away? Do you do you like lock yourself away, or do you write a little bit every day? Like what 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 do you? How do you do it? Um, it's a bit of both. Because at times I'm sleeping and thoughts come to to, to the fore. I simply jot it down (laughs) because I have a note by my bed. And in terms of writing, sometimes I block time off. And sometimes I just go with the flow. Once I'm writing, I write till I have nothing left sometimes. And at times I just, you know, I I do bits and pieces. For example, I may be writing one book, but thoughts about the content of another book may come to to my mind. Uh And I'll I'll note that down as well. Do you tend to use a pen and paper, a pen and pencil to to write down notes, or would you type it straight onto a word file somewhere and save it? Um, when I'm sleeping, pen and paper. <laughs> but when I'm awake, <laughs> when I'm awake, I, I use my computer. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. t- tell us about the latest book then that you've written. What's that? What's that about? What's the title? The latest book is called Perfect English. The complete toolkit. Okay. So similar theme in a way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, yes. Who's who's the target market for perfect English? The the perfect because I've actually I think I'm not sure if you if you know that I recently trained to be a, a qualified teacher. Okay. I did my PGC postgraduate certificate in education at Westminster University. And I have been teaching for now over 10 years as a tutor and also a lecturer and teacher. Right. And I find that um, the written um, work that I do get um, needs sometimes help. Oh. <laughs> and that students could, could do with some assistance with knowing what is required of them. Right. So I decided to start research. I've been researching this book on and off now probably for about five years. Okay. Trying to find out, helping students with their GCC, G, GCSE exams, their 11 plus exams, their A-levels, and just to be able to write and know what is expected of them, understand questions when they're asked, how to respond to exam questions, knowing what the different parts of speeches are, knowing... So, <laughs> so, 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 the, so perfect English... It's a one-stop shop. It's a one-stop re- reference um, book okay. that they can use and succeed in the tests or interview process as well that they may be going through. So is it for, is perfect English for people who, for students or people who have English as a foreign language or is it for native English speakers uh, perfecting their English? I, I, you know what, it's for all of those okay. because because the language is the language and the tools to be able to succeed in communicating and you know writing verbally or or, or in speech mm. um, is what this book will address. Okay. It's a one-stop shop. It's full of all the resources. I'm actually quite proud of the content. <laughs> it's taken a lot to write. It's taken a lot of research. Yes. But I think anyone who buys it would be um will will find it very very useful. Okay. So okay, excellent. Uh, and how do you um, how are you marketing the book at the moment, or is that something you're just getting into? Because this one you said, uh, it, although you yeah. published it via a publisher, you're you've taken on sort of the mantle of of marketing it um, yourself. Yeah. So it's a new kind of experience for you. And how how are you it's finding a, that? 
compared um, to the the first book, which Hodder and Stoughton sort of took and ran with? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I think I, I I I've learned through the process uh, of 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 Hodder, and um, what this this book will be out in the market. It's not out yet. Mm. It will be out um, within the next month or so. Okay. Um, the intention I, I will be publishing via Amazon. Mm -hmm. It will be on the Amazon website, um, so people can buy it from there. And also, I will be going to the school because I'm very passionate about the subject. Mm -hmm. I'll be going to institutions to to market it, booksellers as well, mm -hmm. and I will be using social media to publicize it as well. Okay. So um, yeah, I'll be I'll be going through all the possible avenues that um, would help to let the um, end user mm. benefit from the content. Okay. Now, okay, this is, um, I want your, your personal opinion because obviously, you know, you've written a book about English, what was it, Perfect English. Yes. And there's a lot of people out there, a lot of our listeners, you know, who, who want to write or they're thinking about it or maybe they've started that kind of thing. Now, in your opinion, obviously, you've, I'm sure, read a lot um, and you, you've written a lot. But, you know, the question is, do you think everyone can write? I think so, yes. Um, I, I am very confident that when we apply our minds to something, mm -hmm. we can actually do it. I think it is understanding our why, the reason for writing the book, mm -hmm and how important the message is for the um for the audience mm. so there is a message in everyone so you know we can write okay. there's there's nothing to stop anyone from writing yes i believe that strongly okay and are you are you, are you an avid reader do you do you read as much as you write i i i love reading I do love reading. Okay. Um, not as much as I'd like to, but I love reading. Any any, yes, any particular types of books? Um, right now, I'm more into um, faith-related books. Mm -hmm. um, I'm reading a book right now called "Hallowed Be Thy Names" by David Wilkerson. Mm -hmm. um, it's on you know the names of God, and I enjoy reading the Bible, mm -hmm. and I enjoy books that help me to be more than I can be really okay so those are the kinds of books i enjoy reading uh like uh, personal development personal development books yes mm, okay lovely any particular favorite book of all time the bible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's very complete excellent, yes excellent okay so so this latest book then you you've written the the perfect english you so you mentioned you spent you know like good five years and researching it and and that kind mm -hmm. of thing has on and off on and off, off yeah. on and off yeah. but yes. so how do you go about researching where, where do you kind of find the time and when you say on and off is it like do, do you kind of get excited by it do some research and then put it to one side because sometimes people stop and start things and it's just how you you know re restart that if you've okay. if you you know the people out there might have started a book and they they've i don't know lost enthusiasm or they just think oh i can't i just don't want to write anymore so how do you sort of you know stay motivated to come back to it because i know from yeah, personal um, experience it can be difficult when you've started something yeah start. yeah it can be um i mean i have an extremely busy life i have 
you know, I've got children and married, and there's work I was studying. Um, actually, there was a time I was doing two courses at the same time, mm. you know, because I wanted to be equipped to to to, to get the message out. Mm. So I think really, if one understands that, you know, um, there's a saying by one of my now online mentors, Miles Monroe, mm. that you know, um, we 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 have this message, mm. and as we all know that, you know, we're not here forever. Right. And we don't want the message to go with us without it being birthed. That's right. <laughs> without, it, it, without it being written down. And it's a way of also leaving a legacy. Mm. So if one has a message one and one says a will, there's always a way. Mm. So it may take, you know, and we have to be kind to ourselves in the process as well. Mm. So um, making time, um, you know, waking up early sometimes or going going to bed a bit later than usual over the weekend. Mm. Just being kind to yourself or staying purposeful. Right. I think it would help one. Um, it needs a bit of organization, that's for sure. Um, but at times a bit of sacrifice as well. Mm. Okay. Have, have you ever sort of suffered from writer's block where you've made the time, for example, and thought, right, I'm going to do some writing and it's just not... It just you just can't think. Um, I've had moments whereby, um, when I want to write something, the thoughts aren't flowing. Mm. Um, so I just leave it. Okay. There's no point wasting time. But then, when when it starts flowing, you then you seize that time to because it's an enjoyable moment. That yes, and you just go with the flow. Okay. So uh, yeah, so I think I think we all have that because we you know life happens. We have things on our mind, responsibilities. Mm. Um, but I think yeah, yeah. And, and do you have lots of book ideas, other things sort of oh, bubbling around? <laughs> <in you? laughs> I have loads, Lisa. I I have lots. I have my interests are varied, but generally, um, in the theme of um, consumer education for now. Mm. Um, I'm not writing any fiction book for now, but mainly um, educational books that I think, which is why I went to train to be an educator, right. so that I can understand, you know, all the theories and all on how to do it well, so that information is imparted mm. in, in bite-sized, user-friendly form. Mm. Okay, so th this is Lisa Newton. I'm talking to Simbo Nugar, who is a serial author has written several books along the themes of English and psychometric testing and sort of helping people to get the careers and the jobs they want um, through through studying as well. So, um, so Simbo, um, is there anything, um, any any sort of tips, any anything you want to say to anyone out there who? is maybe thinking of writing or maybe they've stopped and started or perhaps they're maybe they've got an idea in their head and they they're kind of stuck with it is, is there anything that you think i think what helps me mm. is to know that the message is more important than 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 than, than the messenger mm. and also to understand why i need to write the book mm. Um, someone once said, you know, your the, your money isn't your talent. Mm. 
So if you have a book to write, and <laughs> and the, the, the thing is actually a lot of us struggle with money and things like that. But if we don't sell what we have, mm. you know, which is what all the other um, successful people are doing, mm. you know, we'll get, you know, we, we, we're not um, actualizing ourselves really. So I would encourage anyone to pl- take some time to reflect on the importance of that message, who can benefit from that message, why they can write. If they can't, if they don't know, they have the know-how, that can be gotten. They can learn it from someone. When you, I'm, I'll be running some writing courses. I'm, I'm sure there's so many others out there. Mm. But to learn the skill so that they can actually start uh, making sure that um, the information does not stay with them or go with them in an unfortunate situation. Mm. Yeah, excellent. So it's almost unbottling um, um, your your knowledge, so to speak, and, and getting it on onto the page. Um, do you ever read any reviews that anyone's ever written from you? Because sometimes that stops people, you know, this fear that, oh, what if someone says something bad about me? And, oh, you can't write, that, that kind of thing. So do, do you ever, you know, is the, do you ever read your reviews or ever be put off? Or have you had any nice feedback for that matter or, or anything like um, that happened to you? I, I don't listen to the I don't I don't I don't bother myself with that. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, mm. as long as I know that I'm working in my own purpose. Yes. And um, also, I've had an an unusual um, situation whereby I went on a writing course because mm. I wanted to learn. Yeah, of course. And um, the person who was running the course told me <laughs> he had been writing and selling my own books. <laughs> so that was, a, that, was, that was a good feedback to 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 to, to get, and that was that was very encouraging actually. And he kept using me during the course, saying that you know he doesn't know why I'm here, but you know you have to learn and be humble. The more you learn, the better you become. Wait, he, so, he's been writing and selling your books. Yes, he, he said. He said yes. He's been writing. He's been selling my own books, and also he got his inspiration actually from. Because he writes tests for various um, um, professions. Okay. And he got he got his inspiration from me. So that was encouraging. Okay. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So you ju- you just don't know really um, when you, when oh. you write a book who whose life you might touch and change. So from exactly. from reading your book, he became inspired and yes. wrote his own books. And reading many books. Say that for me again. And he's very successful. He's a very successful writer. He lives his life as a writer. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) You were listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. Do you know like where it says occupation? Are you a full-time author? Because I know you just said that, you know, you've qualified for the PCG so you are a professional you are a teacher and educator yes do you put the title author in your sort of um not so much on your cv but if someone says oh what do you do yes yeah i'm I'm actually very yeah i I enjoy saying that okay because yeah because i think when i've done my self-analysis um i am very connected to the fact that i am a funnel yeah um, so you know, yes, I am an author. I, I say that with no, with no, with no sense of humility. <laughs> no, no, excellent, no, excellent. Yeah, and yes, because I, I think I think it's actually a privilege to be that because you're 
you're lighting something or igniting something up in someone mm. to help them be more of the of more of what they're meant to be mm. so i enjoy that no, excellent and I know in the past, you know, when I've met other authors, the people around them sometimes can be in such awe, like they have this really like romanticized view of what being an, an author is, you know, like you've got your typewriter in your in a little, you know, cottage in the countryside or something, you know, <laughs> you're just there and, you know, just having a nice idyllic kind of life. But, you know, <laughs> what what is it? Is it like that or is it, you know, a lot of work? <laughs> it's 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 a lot of i mean it's it, it can of course there are perks to 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 being a writer mm. but it's a lot of work it takes discipline mm. it takes understanding the um the the, the audience it takes um planning mm. um you know it, it takes even looking at yourself to see that the the message is conveyed in its purest sense mm. without any subjective issues mm. Um, yes, it takes, you know, there's a lot more to it. Of course, mm. there are benefits, mm. you know, but you know, there's a cost to it as well. Mm. Okay. All right. Excellent. So thank you very much, Simbo, for, for joining me. And thank so um, I have been speaking to Simbo Nougat. And so Simbo, before you go, um, let us know if anyone wanted to contact you or get hold of your books what's your website how can we stalk you how can we find you like how, how, how can we find out more about you tell us tell us how your contact details. um um on facebook on linkedin um, my website is www.liberty store l-i-b-e-r-t-y hyphen store s-t-o-w-e dot com okay and yes and you can contact me by email um at um orders at liberty-store.com so that's liberty-store.com yes and reminders of the book titles okay there are one one the, the current oh, one yeah. that is that'll be out you know within the next three weeks or so is called perfect english the complete toolkit the ones published by Hodder are um, Succeed as Psychometric Testing, Practice Test for Verbal Reasoning, and also I've written books on verbal reasoning, just verbal reasoning, mm -hmm. um, over 3,000 tests in that one, practice tests, mm. and on English grammar. Excellent. The complete toolkit as well, yes. Okay, so wherever this podcast is made available in the description box, I will include the contact information for Simbo Nuga, who is our very first pioneering author on the the author's podcast so privilege. <laughs> yeah no thank you thank you very much simbo it's it's been uh, you've been a really good interviewee and uh thank you very much um well, just just stay on the line um so this this is lisa newton i am signing out this is the author's podcast so please do uh, tune in and what i do here as regularly as i can is interview different authors who share a little bit about their backgrounds tell us how they wrote uh, a book or books in some cases how they got started the kind of 
things to, to look out for and any hints and tips that they might be able to give us. So I do hope you've you've enjoyed listening in. I hope that you will listen in on further shows. Thank you very much. Thank you, Simbo. Thank you. Take care, Lisa. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton, sponsored by Boogles Limited. Tweet the show at Boogles underscore books, spelled B-O-O-G-L-E-Z underscore books. You can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And if you want to join our author's community, join the inner circle at www dot writerbook.net you have just been listening to the author's podcast with lisa newton see you next time